0: I believe that everything has a spirit and an energy and every deserved to be treated with love and care and appreciation. you know whether it's a chair or a table, it comes from a tree or it comes from somewhere and some people built that thing and so it just deserves to be honored and cherished and treated with love just as our children. I have this belief that everything is ceremony everything is ritual everything can be done with intention and i really just believe that every little kind of nook and cranny of life can be enhanced with magic for me there's always this reminder to like slow down and simplify slow down and simplify breathe be intentional be present say hello to you know the woman at the post office and give a smile because, you know i had this moment in the hot springs recently where it was so clear that me and mama earth are a team you know and so we're here together to heal and like no matter what that's the main priority
1: Welcome to the Honor Your Aura podcast, a podcast devoted to learning about, caring for, and empowering the energy within, with your host, Kema England.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Today I am introducing you to a true fairy here on Earth who absolutely represents what it means to honor your aura and this month our focus is on the energy of intention and Kiki Love just so beautifully demonstrates that through her personal way of navigating life and also through her offering of Infinite Love Designs, which is bringing these incredibly magical mini crystal pouches to the world. So especially right now, amidst this energy of the unknown, right? we're currently going through all of the effects of the COVID and Quarantine and this immense unknown. It's so vital. You know, focus our energy in a way that is actually empowering to our body, mind, and spirit. And one of the keys to that is refocusing to intention how are we showing up intentionally every day with the things that we're doing every day the things that we actually do have control over how we are spending our time and the how we are spending our time is so big because when we do root that in intention the quality of our time exponentially increases and that can be from you know your everyday to-dos to just taking time to be still and in the moment with whatever you're doing so just taking a look at your own daily flow and seeing where you could perhaps bring some of that intentional energy, and presence, and then you get to be the living proof as to how that increases, enhances the overall quality of your life and your internal energy. So if you're perhaps unsure as to how to bring this intentional energy, this intentional quality into your daily flow, not to worry. This month is going to be a full deep dive into this powerful practice. So Kiki beautifully demonstrates that in this episode through her work, and then throughout the month, we'll be exploring the energy and intention with a bit more expansion on that topic next week, followed by a meditation in week three, and then crystals to support in week four. So I look forward to you tuning in, and hearing your feedback as to how this practice of intention enhances your life throughout the month and beyond. So let's dive into episode 39, featuring Kiki Love and the energy of intention.
1: I'm here with Kiki Love, and she is the founder creator of Infinite Love Designs, these magical crystal pouches that i see everywhere i love when i see them everywhere and they you know they're kind of this good luck charm i would say and obviously i have a fascination with crystals and energy and so i thought it was important that i have kiki on here sharing <laughs> her passion and and just to learn more about you i want to i'd love to learn just about how I know it's obviously a a life journey, but in regards to your own evolution and acknowledgement of, wow, I'm more than just this physical body, you know, when did that come for you? When did you kind of come to know the Kiki spirit?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Good question. Um... I mean, I think just as a little girl, if I'm going to really start from the beginning, I think I was always fascinated by nature and I, um, I remember driving in the car once with my mother and she would, she was really good. She took me on all these trips to like national parks and things and But I just remember asking her, you know, where are all my fairy friends? Like, why can't I see them? And I remember we would go to Colorado every summer to this little town called Uray. And and we would walk on the trails and there would be like crystals just coming out of the ground there. And, you know, I'm like eight, nine, ten years old. And I'm just like in little girl heaven with nature and crystals. And there's caves and, you know, just everything was so magical when I was a little girl, you know, and I was, I definitely felt um, super connected to the earth, and super kind of in my own imaginations, and like my own kiki reality. (laughs) girl, and then, you know, we grow up, and have to be in this world, and um, it can be quite challenging at times for a fairy there's oftentimes I feel like I'm a giant like I'm in a body that's like too big for myself you know I feel huge so I guess it was maybe around 10 years ago I moved to the bay area and I was um very interested in like spiritual work and um and I found myself going to a school that was in, like an energy school. It was called the Foundation for Spiritual Development. And I um, ended up studying there for like a year. And it was very important for me to learn some of these practices. And that's where I kind of learned how to be an energetic body in, in the spirit. In space and time, and where we are, where we exist, and how my energies interact with other energies and stuff like that. So, we used all these different tools. One that I really love is um, using color. And um, so, oftentimes, I will use color to like protect my space or bring color into a space to change the energy of the space. And I still use the tools today and just a lot of it is grounding um, and grounding and protection is basically like the general tools that I use every day as a way for me to feel my myself and be in this world, I guess. Yeah. hmm
1: I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I think, well, and I, you know what? So it's what's so beautiful is that we have, you know, I, as I try to expand on the energetic body, right, we all have our own ways and methods of connecting and empowering our energy and Mm -hmm. color and that kind of inner vision is one of them. And it's so, it is so powerful. And so what I love to hear, you were obviously led to go to this school to give you these practices that spoke, let's just say your energetic language. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, before I had the language, any language, I, yeah, I didn't feel really in my body. I felt uh, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and, you know, by energy because I didn't quite have the context or what to do now that, okay, I'm, yeah, we're all a spiritual being. But I think that when you're, I'm assuming you're more sensitive, given what you expressed as the way that you were brought up and your awareness of that kind of magic, and then to say, how am I supposed to channel this to be a part of life? Yeah, exactly. So did you find that your, you know, one of your motivations for moving to the Bay Area and attending that school was because you were, I'm assuming it was you were finding yourself maybe overwhelmed or too sensitive? Yeah,
0: I think... I was inspired to to just have. A, I, it was my Saturn return when I moved. It was like, it was like the year year twenty, my twenty eighth year. I was like, I need a change, and so, and I was looking for transformation. I I knew that I had wanted to transform my life in certain ways, and so I was looking for more nature, I was looking for more like-minded people, I was looking for just transformation in general, more spirituality, more sacred ceremony. So I was looking for that and and I found it. I found I found ceremony up there and I found this school up there and nature for sure. And really opened up some pathways in my
1: life to to work also as an artist and yeah, I know. I love that. I love that. And you know, when I first met you, you were creating jewelry out of nature, out of plants, out of seeds, and I just thought that that was the coolest most inspiring thing, you know, working with natural resources in that way, and it was very clear that you did communicate with nature and that you respected it in such a way that you were then kind of repurposing it to then share that not just the beauty, right? But the energy of nature with others mm. and the other thing that I that I observed or like feel when I'm around you is it feels like your natural way is one that is very sacred in the way and how you kind of navigate even just your day-to-day mm. it, it feels like even though I know you're very like kind of fairy and free spirit I do feel that the things that you do are very intentional
0: mm
1: and and so I wonder and and just when you were talking about like these sacred rituals and ceremonies I would love to hear more about that and what that means to you and how you bring that into your you know daily flow
0: thanks (laughs) Kema thank you this is a really new experience for me I feel kind of nervous talking about myself and all these things but it's fun I'm excited too (laughs) um and yeah language is sometimes tricky for me the spoken word so apologies if it's a little rough around the edges um I have this belief that everything is ceremony everything is ritual everything can be done with intention and I really just believe that every little kind of nook and cranny of life can be enhanced with magic and you know intention is magic i think and if you're putting like rainbow warm heart love energy into something that's like that's just what will be happening so i kind of try to just bring a smile to everything that i'm doing and everywhere that i'm going and whether i'm washing the dishes or sweeping the floor like it's It's all an act of of love and respect and honor for the spaces that we are living and breathing. And I believe that everything has a spirit and an an energy and everything deserves to be treated with love and care and appreciation. You know, whether it's a chair or a table, it comes from a tree or it comes from somewhere and some people built that thing. And so it just deserves to be honored and cherished and treated with love just as our children you know and yeah I just it's just you know I like to name things like my car has a name my car is one of my best friends you know because it takes me everywhere I need to go and you know it there's just like I, I appreciate I just I like a, a really deep sense of appreciation
1: I guess And like friendship with the world that you're surrounded with. I love that. I love that. And I I totally feel you on that. And it's really funny because the episode that I just put out is all about the energetic exchange that we have with our everyday. Mm. And one of the big things with the Honor Your Auro is how do we bring more life to our life? And Mm. what I was finding is we can do so many rituals and practices that we want. You know, meditation is great. All of that is great. However, the stuff that we're doing every day, like you said, sweeping the floor, washing the dishes, taking a walk, whatever it is, can be infused with more life. Yeah. And it does come through that intention. And what I love is that it can be felt. And that's the thing. Like especially, you know, we'll talk more about your current craft of the the crystal pouches. But what I love about that, it's the pouch you put the intention in it and that energy is held in that creation mm-hmm. and that it is then felt wherever it goes it would be a completely different thing if it were this mass distributor made by a machine mm-hmm. well it would still have an energy
0: yeah but it
1: wouldn't but we all we sometimes think that it can be easy to forget that the intention or the energy in which we're doing anything influences that creation and then the energy that is then held in that maybe inanimate object Mm -hmm. so i think that that's yeah i think that's really beautiful and and it just shows too the ceremony or the ritual doesn't stop when the let's just say your morning ritual is to sit and breathe or meditate okay well start and finish and then go into the day and you know and that stays there but it's really something that has been integrated so that you can be the creator of your reality now Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
0: and there's a certain amount of like I said appreciation and presence that I think comes with a lifestyle like that which feels more magical and beautiful to be able to to exist that way and I don't I can't do it all the time I don't do it all the time I'm human you know Mm -hmm. but that's what I intend and strive for
1: so you were talking about color and how you tap into it for grounding and for protection yeah how is it that you would know wow I feel like I need to ground right now or this or how do I need to protect is it just something that you do or is it as a byproduct of wow I feel really spacey or I feel like I'm in an environment that energetically doesn't feel right yeah
0: I've I have recently been meditating every day which is something kind of new for me it's been in the last like six months I've been really doing a morning meditation which is super helpful such a good question it's so it's hard to put words on yeah these, like, I know that Let's just things. know that
1: that's why <laughs> like, that's the neat like that's why the podcast is the it's, podcast because that's kind great. of right the purpose it's like yeah it's like well, how do we context like verbalize contextualize these subtleties of the things that we're doing and I yeah I see it so clearly through you that you do it so naturally <laughs> so it's, it's so yeah I mean have fun with however you want to put it to words you know, because we don't even have words like all the time for the subtlety of what we feel, right? Yeah. I think that that's another aspect. Yeah,
0: totally. Um, I'm going to just relate it to my recent experiences. There's moments where I notice that I am just in my head, you know, or I'm just like my monkey mind's going or... Um I'm stressed or have feel a little anxiety in my body, and that's when I know I need to breathe and and feel my feet on the ground or my seat my butt in the chair, and just remember oh i'm right I'm right here um and sometimes I will like hold myself in like a golden bubble, or sometimes I need pink like a pink bubble depending I just sometimes there's this thing that happens where I can like see a color or feel like it's mostly a seeing of a color I guess and like I just trust that this color is gonna be beneficial and in the school we learned to use a creator color and that was like when we would put this globe of whatever color would come to us first like just instinctually we put it over our heads and that would connect us to spirit and connect us to our body and like just help us be a conduit of energy like connecting to the earth and sky energy because I do believe we are these what's the word kind of antennas they're kind of like an energy source like that we can move energy to the earth. And, you know, we can move energy through us, like we are a kind of an activation portal. And so we can really be intentional about how we move our energies. And sometimes I, I like to give energy to the earth or give energy to the sky, you know, but there's moments we can just get into this rhythm that fast, you know, and For me, there's always this reminder to like slow down and simplify, slow down and simplify, breathe, be intentional, be present, say hello to, you know, the woman at the post office and give a smile. Try not to be always moving on to like, well, what's next? What's next? What's next? Be where you are. And that's really grounding to me, just being in action. That's like a little bit slower and more present.
1: Mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that, and I and I remember when I went over to to your house, you had like all of these plants, and I know that we all like we all have our plants that we care for, but even just something like that, right? Like reconnecting with the earth and being intentional with these sacred beings can remind us of, wow, I'm I'm here, and this is what's important, and it's not just the act of watering a plant. You're fully present in that experience. And what I think is so beautiful, and that I'm fairly certain that that you would also agree with, it's that energy, if you had two plants and you were just thinking about something else and watering the plant every day, as opposed to taking that intentional time to water the plant and show it your attention, that my guess is even if it were two identical plants seemingly, the one that you gave the energetic attention to Would be way healthier and more vibrant than the one that you weren't intentional with, and I think that that's so representative of ourselves too. Yeah, you know, and how and how important that is, and what I find so fascinating is that it's so impactful. Yet, just like you were trying to pull in these words, how amazing that we don't have these words readily available to us, even though it's this vital part of being a human
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I feel challenged by words and really, anyways in general but um yeah so
1: thanks for bearing with me
0: <laughs> no no it's all good and I liked
1: what you were saying too about being that antenna because I find especially if we are because I think we all have our unique um We'll to say energetic makeup, like some of us are mm-hmm. more naturally grounded, right? Some of us right. are maybe more in that kind of free-spirited fairy-like energy that leaves you perhaps even though you honor and respect the earth, you can kind of be floating almost above your body sometimes. Mm-hmm. And and that has its benefits, but then again we're we are here to be part of the human experience and to be this pillar in between you know earth and sky Mm -hmm. so i i liked how you were navigating that and expressing (laughs) that because it is i mean i think that when we really acknowledge that that's where we are in between these two polar forces and and then here we are connected to all of that wanting to be connected to energy and then also trying to do the human thing yeah yeah it's a lot yeah (laughs) yeah And it can, and it can start moving if we don't take those moments, you know, at least it's like, maybe we're not going to be these perfect humans and, but to at least be able to detect, whoa, this is what it feels like to be moving too fast. Or this is what it feels like to be too much in my head, to even just have that acknowledgement and say, oh, I have these tools that are so simple, right? You said like putting yeah. your butt in a chair. It's like, that's what it takes for you just to, to say, okay, this is my time to reground. And what I love about that is, you know, often when we're talking about self-care, or we're talking about, um, you know, taking time for ourselves. We think it's like this huge thing that needs to happen. And instead, it's like, just as quickly as you would go off to the next thing, you can sit down for a minute and yeah. connect with the earth, connect with your breath and, and recalibrate yeah. pretty fast. Totally. Fat. Yeah. And
0: sometimes, you know, I've been told and kind of taught that like, you might have to do it multiple times a day, you know, to get good at it or to just get that, get, get the feeling. But it's, it is, it's quite fast and simple once, once you kind of get the hang of it. And, you know, also in the school that I went to in the Bay Area was very much, What I learned there too is things can happen in an instant. Shifts can happen in an instant, you know, like intention and thought manifestation can be so fast, you know? So I think ritual and ceremony and taking the time to do those things is is important and beautiful, but also just things can also happen really fast just with the intention
1: and energy put into something. Sure. Yeah, how do you but, think that that played a part in terms of your current offering of your crystal pouches? It's kind of amazing because these
0: little tiny pockets are like super full power. I feel like and
1: they did take you intentionally? Time in it, yeah. Well, okay, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I I remember making one beaded pouch, and it's <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So, well, in terms of the manifestation of that, can you, will you talk about, like, how did that vision come to you of that's what you wanted to start doing? Oh, sure. Well, our mutual good friend, Courtney
0: Lee Hall, beautiful medicine woman, she was teaching a class on, you know, beating medicine bags, and I, I had just come out of a kind of near death experience. I had like five mini strokes and I had surgery. I got like four stints in my brain and I just come out of like a pretty intense health thing. So I, I took her class and I got really into the beating and I couldn't stop beating. I was just kind of obsessed about it. And it was very meditative and healing practice for me. So I just kept beading for, I don't know, a couple of weeks or so, just straight. I just, I had beads already. I had leather already. I had all the things, you know, and because I'm a arts and crafts person. So I just collect things to make things with, you know, so I just had all these, I had it all. And, and originally I was, you know, I was beading and the, the bags just kept getting smaller. And I wanted to do like, A mugwort bag, or a tulsi bag, or a a palo santo bag. Like I wanted to do little individual plant medicine bags for people who were working with different plants that they could carry with them. Mm. And so I did some of those, and I did little medium-sized bags. And then, like suddenly, they started getting tiny. And then one day, I had these little crystals, and the crystal wanted to go in there. You know, it's kind of just about like flow and the process, and like listening and I think that the plants and the crystals and the tools that you're using speak to you. And so it's just, it's such a beautiful creation process. You know, I had this moment in the hot springs recently where it was so clear that me and mama earth are a team, you know? And so we're here together to heal and like, no matter what that's, the main priority right is to like work for me to work with her in a way that is healing for the planet and that we're we're a healing team so i feel like these little mini pouches are little baby healers and little baby protectors and just they they become their own entities like i don't even feel like they're mine they're you know i never I try to never use those words, even when emailing with clients or whatever. And I'm never like, I never own them, you know? And so they are doing their thing in the world and I'm just kind of following their lead basically. So they came about in that way and then, you know, people just really loved them and they They've been on their own world tour and I'm just ushering them and, and holding space for that and doing my best to keep up with it. And it's, you know, it's beautiful. A lot of people want custom orders. And one thing I really love is intuiting the crystal and the medicine for the person.
1: And yeah, that feels
0: really, that feels really special.
1: I love that. I love how yeah. or, how organically it happened and how you just were open to listening and mm-hmm. and and going with that flow and and it's also highly respectful the way that you treat them as their own magical entity and don't claim ownership because you're you are I mean you're kind of this this chosen vehicle for them to be shared. I think that that's really, really great. And so when you talk about that intentional um, or intuitive creation for a personalized pouch, can you expand on that, what that means to kind of connect with that energetic medicine and what kind of goes into your intuitive process?
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's a really beautiful process that's where color comes in a lot too is i usually see a color color comes energy and feeling and so i'll usually like into it a color and even the color of like a crystal or the color of bead or the color of leather Um, but you know mostly the colors of crystals and beads are kind of what guide me and I you know to be quite honest I don't know that much about crystals and their magic and like but I know them in a way but someone could ask me well what is um what is Kunzite for and I'll I'll just be like I'm not sure but I think it's this you know yeah or like kyanite I'll be like you know, it comes in various colors and it's super grounding and it's, it's magical because there's this trick that you could use, like, with kids and they love it. Have you heard of that trick, the kyanite trick? No. So if you hold a piece of kyanite in your hand, basically, you can, like, you won't be shoved over if you hold a piece of kyanite in your hand. Ooh. Like, it grounds you so much to the earth so there's like a yeah with kids you can do it they love it because you like put your hands behind you in a way that you can like push the person down on one side and then you'll put the kyanite in their hand and you push them down again and they won't fall over it's really cool it's kind of you should try it when you get home oh I will I will. yeah it's cool (laughs) um so anyways so I'm I guess I got off a little track, but I think I can feel them. Like I can feel the crystals, but I, I, I'm someone also that I don't remember history and I don't remember stuff, but I can feel things, you know, like I, yeah. So I think I can tune into what the stone is good for just by feeling, you know, and every time I write, I don't know if this is too much information I'm giving away things, but I, you know, most times when I, when I write to someone about their custom order, you know, I'll have to kind of like peek on the internet about what, what that stone is actually good for. But I'm like, oh yeah, I already, you know, I already knew that, you know, but just to like give them a little like tidbit, like that's mm-hmm. that they can have. But I love working with the stones and they do speak to you. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, um, but, it's just all feeling and it comes really quick. And it's so it's like really trusting that first intuition hit. And that's something that I really love about my work because it's really good practice for real life stuff. So I'm like, if I can do it with my work, then maybe I can do it with life too. But yeah. life is so complex and complicated that I can get so full of self doubt and fear, and there's so many options and possibilities and so it my intuition can kind of go a little wonky over there but i can like with my work it's so focused and intentional and um i just i feel really tuned in with that part of my reality and so that feels really good and so i'm trying to like be like well if i can do it there in that segment of my world then hopefully i can get better
1: and better at it, you know, with yeah, other things. Too, absolutely, but, absolutely. Yeah. I hear you. And <laughs> I totally hear you. And, and it is it there is there's so many other added added components, you know. And I do yeah. think that they they can they can translate, but for you to have that that feeling at least in that one area that you know that there that is possible. And what I completely relate to in terms of the feeling and what I find you know, and this might, you know, just offer that in this kind of new perspective because when I'm teaching people about crystals, I, you know, I find that sometimes people at first get very resistant to my approach because I, you know, they come into a class and they think that they're going to learn 10 crystals and like what their metaphysical properties are and what they do. And instead, what I teach is how do you feel? How can you feel? And yeah, maybe it is so subtle where you just get that that feeling like this is meant for them and throughout, and it might not even be through a contextual word, but you just know and you have the feel that this is what is for them. And yeah. what I think that that's really the gift, because even though, you know, sometimes we hear, oh, this crystal does does this, right, and it kind of opens our mind to the possibility, and to maybe something we never thought of before in terms of the spirit of a crystal. But then there's this whole other world that opens up when you just allow yourself to feel rather than try to intellectualize and tell a crystal, this is what you are and this is what you do. Yeah, I find that there can be this, like you're kind of losing the magic when you're just telling it rather than letting yourself feel into oh this is how I'm connecting to it yeah this is how it's making me feel and that's what I think like the untapped magic is within all of us that to say wow there's a different way to understand and interact with the world especially mother nature
0: yeah and you know it's like we don't want to be put in a box we don't want to be told like you are this. You're good for this <laughs> and only this, right? Like, no. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think that's it. beautiful to relate to all the things in that way, right? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kiki, thank you so much. I, this was really a g- cool conversation, and I and I loved hearing just more about your background and how you approach your work because I think that we could have however many people doing the same line of work. Not that anyone else I know is making crystal pouches, but I just love hearing that unique perspective and how much care and thoughtfulness you put into what you do and and how you've been so graciously the the creator of something that wanted to be created. You know, it wasn't like you had this It's just very pure, I think, is the way that I that it's coming across, and I think that that's just really respectable. And and I feel that you were totally chosen by the crystals to be that (laughs) that creator and communicator. Thank you. you. And so I'll definitely be including how people can you know uh, learn more about about your crystal pouches and if they want to behold that magic how they can (laughs) how they can find you thank you thank you so much girl so good to
0: see your face and talk to you and i can't wait to come see your space
1: Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Honor Your Aura podcast. If you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did, please leave a review and share with your friends because I want you to be the start of the ripple that allows others to honor and empower the energy that lies within.